today is not going to be the exception. We have three challenges and we, we have an amazing guest, a real expert in the industry. And today we're going to talk about proactiveness. What is being proactive in customer success? Why is it so important? What role does management plays when it comes to a proactive mindset for, your, for the team? So those and other challenges we're going to talk about today. But first, Nav, I'm wondering, do you think that proactive is a skill that people learn and develop? Or it's something that is individual and we get, we're, born, we're born with that? It's a great question, Baron. I think, um, I think it's a bit of both. Um, it's definitely something that gets better with experience and, and is learned over time because yeah. um, proactivity is really dependent on the situation that you're in. And the more you see those situations, the better you get at seeing the early, early signs and, and being a bit more proactive. So um, if I had to pick one, I'd say it's definitely more learned than it is natural. Nice. That's good. That's, that's amazing. Um, and like you said, it comes with time. A lot of things in life and in customer success, it comes with time. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And today's, today's guest um, has 10 years of experience in customer success. Isn't that amazing? Not only 10 years in customer success, but has worked in different industries, IT, education, and fintech as well. He's currently leading a team of customer success professionals. So... He's being part of that proactive side of guiding the, uh, the team into being proactive instead of reactive. Although reactive, it is important in customer success. We are more into the proactive side. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today's case is Akshat Mathur. Thank you so much for being here, Akshat. Thanks, Baron, for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. So thanks for the warm welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And um, Nav. You will want to have the honor to introduce the first challenge of the day. Absolutely. <clears throat> so I think um, the first challenge, actually, is that uh, we all know what, you know, we always hear proactiveness in, in customer success and everyone needs to be proactive, proactive. And on paper, it always makes sense. But in practice, it's a little bit harder to actually do it. So um, maybe let's start with how would you define proactiveness and what do you think there might be some misunderstandings or misconceptions uh, around it? Uh, that's a great way to start you now uh, with the definition. And we can talk about proactiveness in the context of customer success. Um, very simply put, uh, it's a mindset of anticipating uh, what's important for a customer and what proactiveness is for them as for their KPIs and as for their, their working model. Um, so it's, it's about having a finger on the pulse of your customers to know how would they react in a certain situation. For example, you know, if you talk about the IT ecosystem, if we have an API downtime of one hour, which might have an impact for them for, let's say, uh, X thousand dollars, how would they react in that way? And how can you de-escalate things faster? Uh, how can you catch and deter those situations from happening in the future? This is the mindset which is built within customer success. Um, and that's something which has to be honed over time, like you touched upon in your introduction, that it's a, it's a skill which has to be, which gets better with time. Um, it's a mindset for customer success to anticipate those moments and see how they can add value in the overall relationship with, with the customers. Now, one simple, simple example in the recent context, we all talk about AI and chat GPT. So a customer success might say what offering that they, their company might have uh, having a conversation with the customers and see uh, if they could extend some services which could have uh, those implications and they can have certain sort of value addition for them. Um, and see what 
uh, you know, maybe just offering that uh, as something which which is like a pilot and see if if they are interested in that. Even if the answer is no, at least the customer is sure that okay, this person out there is looking out for me, is keeping me uh, up to date with the latest trends and see what's there in the market to have their competitive edge uh, maintained with with the competitors. So it's a mindset overall, which I feel uh, is built over time. It's something which can be honed internally as well from a corporate realm. Um, and it, it can be uh, you know, further uh, improved from there on. I think you mentioned uh, you know, the KPI piece. And I think um, you know, the reality is that you can't really manage what you don't measure. And um, when you think about, I guess, being proactive from, I guess, my perspective, and, and I love what you were saying about you know, sort of the impact and, and the ways that you can do this. Um, when I look at my team and the way that I manage my team, they've got these KPIs that are built that align to what the um, customer needs and what the company needs. And then tracking that with leading indicators across, you know, the month or the quarter, or, you know, how, whatever your period you're working across to really drive that on an, on a daily basis. So you're not getting to a point where you're thinking, oh, well, I'm going to not be able to retain so much or I retained, you know, but it, it's, um, it's at the detriment of the customer's experience or whatever it is. Right. So I think it's really important to, to measure it, to be able to manage it. Um, and then you, and then you sort of talked about um, what some of the ways that you would do it. Um, and this might be, I, you know, maybe simplifying a little bit, but I guess when we talk about proactiveness um, and obviously with the idea of KPIing it for the company's good and the customer's good, I, what, is the, what is the impact that we expect to see from being proactive in that way for both the company and the customers? That's a great one, Nox. So if you talk about the CSM role, what sits at the center of it is how much accountability you're able to build for your customer and how much value you're adding to the overall relationship. Uh, being very honest, these are professional relationships that are based from uh, completely on contracts and they could have a certain period expired to it. For you to have the position where you can have your customers look beyond those certain uh, you know, expensive uh, services that you're offering or maybe not as good, which, is, uh, which might not be as, as good as compared to the competitor that, that you might have, but they are just retained because of this, the quality of the service you've offered to them for the last one year or two years and uh, how much you look out for them when it comes to the downtimes and how much you can be transparent and proactive in those in those sense. So in a nutshell, it's about how much value you're able to generate in the relationship, um, how much accountability you're able to build and how much you're able to position your personal brand. That's also really important. Uh, when we talk about proactiveness, when you are taking out time for one of your customers, uh, looking out for the latest trends, looking at the data of their usage and going back to them with certain insights, this positions you uniquely and your personal brand in the minds of the customer that, hey, we have this person who's, who's there for us. Uh, we don't have to rely only on our internal teams, but we have our service providers, which might be the, the CSM's company, who is also doing their own digging and analysis and will come back to us with certain valuable insights, which will position us uh, uniquely and distinctly for, uh, you know, for our customers. So having that, that confidence and having that assurance coming in from the CSM uh, this is what is directly related and, and basically uh, an uh, and, and, and output for being proactive in that sense. So for a CSM, it's really important that, that they break the monotony of their uh, regular chores, regular work for the customers, and they look beyond that and see uh, what more I can add as a value, which would make uh, the customers stick with the company for long, for long term. And customers, customers are are used as well of of proactiveness 
because we are never the only customer success uh, manager that they have. And actually, if you are proactive and they are able to see that, you're not going to only bring all of that value or the positive impact that you're mentioning, but also you're going to highlight over the other customer success managers. And um, that's going to help in so many ways. Actually, I, I will say that proactiveness is if you like if you grab a box and you start adding all these soft skills that customer success managers would need to have, proactiveness is one of them. So I, I definitely agree. But a challenge that we go through when it comes to proactiveness is actually being too reactive. Like we need a balance of um, proactive versus rea uh, reactive in customer success. Actually, just give me a minute because I would recommend everyone who's starting or even who has years of experience in customer success to read this book. Here it mentions a formula that says that customer success managers should be 80% proactive and 20% reactive. Now, of course, that depends a lot on your environment, but I like that formula. And sometimes it's so hard to get out of the reactive um, mindset. So I'm wondering, what, what, what do you think are the initial triggers or moments that a customer success manager should actually sh shift from reactive to proactive? What happens, what flags, what scenarios could tell a customer success manager, okay, you need to be proactive instead of reactive right now? So I think uh, there are many drivers, but I think the biggest one, which is the biggest indicator in my mind, when uh, the CSM should really reassess uh, their proactiveness strategy is to uh, understand that the relationship with the with the customer is becoming too transactional. Uh, where you're just getting on, onto the meetings, getting onto the business reviews, and you're just talking about uh, the work, the the presentation, and you're just going off the of the meeting. And there's nothing beyond that. Uh, those are the most delicate relationships to manage, where they're just hanging by a thread. If the next moment they feel the services is better, they would switch, uh, or they would be they would have an impact on renewals insurance. Um, also, if the CSMs are seeing that the account growth is suffering, even when they have given uh, impeccable service, what was within the contract, uh, but the account is not growing, maybe there's something which need to need to uh, you know catalyze that or just amplify the whole relationship, and that can be done by giving them some sort of new insights and some sort of new new behavior that they are seeing in uh, in the market, which might be beneficial for them. Um, also, the daily tasks for the CSMs are looking quite similar. If that's also happening, it's also a big indicator that uh, you're not doing something above and beyond, which might benefit your customers. So I think those are the few quick quick tips, I would say, uh, which are some good indicators for the CSM to see how to break the monotony. And uh, this this also, just to tie it with one misconception, which is very prevalent in the, in the CS industry, is uh, support is normally seen as customer success because if you see a lot of people who are entering the CSM, or spaces, they come from support background, which is, which could be phone support, could be chat support, could be in-person support. And those support centers are mostly reactive. They make you entirely reactive because the KPI there is the customer would reach out to you with queries, with certain sort of, uh, you know, questions, and then you would solve it. But here, the model is completely different. If you want to be proactive, you have to proactively look out for those indicators and see, okay, if this is an issue, what more I can do to make sure that these issues do not occur in the future? Or if the issue has happened, how soon I can fix it much, much faster uh, within the SLA. 
So I think breaking that monotony is also really important on the individual level and at the corporate level as well. Yeah, yep. I think that the industry is changing um, as the days pass, and now companies are understanding a little bit what is customer success. Although there's a big still way to to make that as it should, and there are companies that um, have customer success but they don't understand the value and they don't understand what is a customer success framework, which is a lot. And some companies, yes, like you said, they, they use, they use the name customer success as a fancy name for support. And if you are new in this industry, you think that you're doing customer success, but actually you're, you're in another, you're in another department, you're wasting maybe your skills. So that, that happens a lot, but I wanted to know, what questions, maybe top three questions that you should ask yourself to be proactive? Um, is, is it like that? Or is, is, how would you, you know, like what questions should you ask yourself um, to start that proactive mindset? Oh, that's a really good question, Baron. So I think one question at the corporate level that the leader should be asking is, are they defining the why, the importance of being proactive to their customer success well enough? Uh, I see this a lot of, times that a lot of CSMs, they strive and they really hustle towards being proactive, looking out for measures, looking out for, for tools that can make them proactive and having certain sort of alert set and many other things. But they don't know why this is important for that customer to know things sooner. And this is different for all customers. You cannot simply replicate the formula from one customer to the another. Because uh, let's say if you have uh, you know one customer for, for whom if you pick up an issue, they report an issue, uh, and if you're able to solve it within two days, they're happy. But for the other customer, two days is too much. They want things solved within two hours. Um, same goes for, uh, let's say, business reviews. You know, I've had certain customers who uh, would love to, you know, get the business reviews done on a monthly basis, and uh, you know, those insights are extremely valuable for them. But for the others, you keep sending them the decks, and they won't even open it. So you have to think of some other formulas like taking out, taking them out on coffee, having a conversation with them, and then getting to the conversations about renewals and just talking about touching upon those things which you would otherwise at the end of the business review. So I think reassessment of these things are really important, and they have to really be sensitized by the leadership uh, to the customer success to define the why uh, very very well. I think other question is um, which which they need to constantly ask that what's the wiggle room that they have for each customer. Uh, if you have lost a trust, if you have lost a moment for them to be proactive or to prove to yourself to be proactive, what more you can do? Because the battle is not lost there. You, know, it's some, you have many opportunities and you can do so much more for your customers uh, you know, in, in a long run. So the question to ask yourself is what are more opportunities that I can create for myself? Because I've been missing on this opportunity uh, they have been reporting you know, issues to us rather than the other way around. And what more I can add as a value where I can still regain the trust and uh, the relationship can, can be, can be long-lasting. So I think uh, it's more of an intrinsic motivation, I feel, uh, rather than, than extrinsic. Uh, you have to think from within, uh, understanding of the, based on your understanding of the customer, that what's important for them. Why is it important for them? I think these are the very basic and fundamental questions which have to be defined from the top level of the company. I like that you mentioned the business reviews because one of the things that I like to use um, to test out whether a CS team is being proactive or not is to just get sort of a ballpark idea around how many business reviews have customer decision makers attending on a regular basis. And 
about nine out of 10 times, the reality is that they just, they're just not, they're very much disengaged. And the reason for that, um, more often than not is that we're going there and talking about stuff that is by design reactive and going in there, we're talking about usage. We're talking about, uh, support, um, tickets. We're talking about all of these things that are us reacting to what is happening in the now, whereas an executive or a decision maker in a business review is coming in there to talk about how we're going to help them in the future. And so if we can't bridge that gap for an executive or decision maker on the customer side, that's when you start to see it, you know, sort of fall in terms of how many uh, times you've got decision makers actually showing up. So when we look at the actual metric, we've got uh, business reviews happening left and right all the time, but it isn't actually driving anything um, out of that. And the reason for that is because we're not actually thinking proactively for the customer as well. And so there's this, you know, mentality of what does it actually mean to be proactive? And I think there's a lot of different ways you can bring that to the role of a CSM, especially in sort of every activity that you do. Some are going to be naturally reactive because if you're working with a project manager um, on that side, yes, you're going to have to talk about the now and where, you know, things are at this stage. But there are so many times where you have to pivot to think about what is it, what is in it for them for the future and then be able to drive that vision forward for them. Couldn't agree more now. I think just to add to the question that the CSM should ask themselves um, is also how should they brand their proactive effort? Um, it's also a very important question for, for, the, for the CSMs to know. Uh, for example, if they are in the industry where proactiveness is uh, a necessity, it's something which the, the customers are demanding from every single uh, you know, competition of yours in the market. So there you can't really talk about proactiveness as it's a unique skill. It is a basic requirement for, for your job. So you have to keep that in mind. Or, on the other hand, you have certain industries which are more relationship driven. Where, For example, you're having some corporate partnerships or you're writing some case studies or having some in-kind partnerships or collaborations. But their proactiveness is an add-on where because it's, it's a slow moving industry where you're being proactive, that is that really stands out. So. It is really important to understand how are you branding your efforts of proactiveness, not selling it, selling it as as a USP in front of your customers. Another challenge that customer success we go through when it comes to proactive is actually getting out of that personal comfort zone of being reactive. Sometimes being reactive is just too much, too much time consuming, and then you start being reactive and then you start like time passes and time passes and when you notice the your day is over and then you have to wait for the next day but you're always in that maybe comfort zone of being reactive instead of changing to the proactive side of stuff um is there any way to break out from that comfort zone is there any way to make sure to know that we are in that reactive period and instead of being proactive uh, well, that's actually one of the biggest problems for the, the CS leadership to stall a lot of times to get their teams to be uh, acting more proactive rather than reactive. And uh, a lot of the times you 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 end up finding that the reason is not only the individual's uh, perspective or mindset towards towards the work, but it is because of their busyness in the schedule because they have like multiple customers to handle. Uh, multiple things coming in at the same time. If they have like peak seasons, they have no time to be proactive at all. So a lot of the times it's a business problem as well because of the workload they have on the CSNs. Uh, on the other hand, of course, it's the individual's mindset as well because it's a bubble. It makes you really comfortable. 
to do these one, two, three things, and uh, and that's it. Call it a day. I think one very simple way to to solve it is to block your time either once a week or once a day or once a month, whatever works the best for your your industry. Um, to sit down and assess the account and see what more are the opportunities. If I talk about these insights with my customers, uh, they would be happy. Because a lot of time, what happens is uh, you might feel that the customers are not really caring about uh, not having a proactive uh, return from you. But because I've had a couple of customers who actually don't really raise an issue when they find that the CSM is not being prompt, um, as, as prompt as they, they want them to be, but they maintain a tracker of such instances for uh, leveraging it in the commercial conversations that we have with them at the end of the contract. And uh, they negotiate the prices based on that. So it, it's not something which is ignored by the customers also. It's something which um, is not only a necessity for a personal level, but for the, for the corporate level as well. And how could that be broken? It's just by a quick reassessment of, uh, you know, just to have a growth mindset. We talk about strategic thinking as well. I think one of the big factors for that is proactiveness, where you are proactively looking out for things and then you're looking for some patterns. Based on that, you're designing a strategy for that particular customer. Uh, okay, this customer, I think their, their preference in the last quarter has been, uh, let's say this market or this service. Let's see how we can enhance this further. And of course they will probably, uh, that will make them forget about some of the other, you know, you know, not so good things you have done in the other services or other markets. So having that mindset for them, and it's a constant test. There is no right or wrong way to do it. It's a constant uh, test or strategy uh, with the customer to see what sticks, what works best for them. If they're happy with the strategy, you continue doing it and you make it better. Uh, so I think having those conversations and of course that also creates an excitement in the role of a CSM as well to break the monotony and break the bubble, uh, which is also really important for their growth journey as well in, in the CS industry. It's actually interesting that this is a problem if you think about it, because uh, the reactive approach to a CSM's job is usually having to deal with uh, difficult conversations, which is nothing, which is something that nobody wants to do. So being proactive actually avoids that. So it's it's uh, it's an interesting, you know, sort of catch twenty two, right? I mean, you you want to step out of your comfort zone to be proactive, or you leave it long enough that you have to step out of your comfort zone to have uh, you know conflicting conversations. So maybe it's better to be proactive, right? I agree, and. In fact, one of the big risks that you also run into, uh, just taking a taking away the thought where just now just touched upon, um, is it might make you look like uh, you don't know about the product in detail if you're not being proactive. Like if you are not giving those reassurances to your customer that okay, we we will we will work on this within this timeline and we'll make sure that we'll, we'll give you a better experience the next time. Um, and if they are probably nudging you for certain things and you're not being able to react in a certain way. Uh, they, it might make you look like you don't know about the product too well. And that is always a big risk for any any customer to, to run into. Um, and one of the big reasons why I believe reactive approaches should be endorsed more than it it, it does um, is it really helps to de-escalate the issues a lot. Like we have uh, you know big issues coming up or big big you know breakdowns that happen for the for the customers and if they're reporting it and if you're not being proactive at that moment, if you're not present like for them at that, that moment, not giving those those reassurances. Um, it might escalate the issue much, much faster. So proactive approach really helps to de-escalate as well. Uh, you, were, you were mentioning that with uh, being proactive plus data helps you to be pre um, predict as well. And that's just what, what you're touching about right now. Like that safety net of being proactive, which is part of being pre predict 
the future of, of a customer interaction. And you mentioned something really important here, which is a tool that customer success we can use on our daily basis, which is actually blocking parts of your day or your week for being reactive, right? Um, is there any specific amount of hours per day that you will suggest customer success to block their time? Or what would you suggest to your team members? I think this uh, this all depends on uh, having an understanding of the customer's KPI, uh, what's important for them, and what are the things that uh, they are being measured on, you know, to their end users or to their clients. Um, I think if the KPIs are, uh, let's say, six or seven, like they have, you know, few considerations for the customers, and that's something which uh, would take, let's say, uh, two hours or three hours a day or a week, then you define your strategy based on that. So uh, for me, the, the the basic fundamental to sit down and demonstrate proactiveness is to base the strategy based on the customer's KPI uh, and make sure that you have those things covered first. Secondly, of course, there are certain tools that you can use to have the alert set or make sure that you have uh, you demonstrate proactiveness internally too. Let's say if you have uh, a technical issue or an operational issue, the company has a culture where internal teams are being transparent and proactive to report things to the CSFs as well, so they can better present that to the to the customers. So rather than the customer coming to you and saying, "Hey, we have got this issue. Can you please check with your technical team and the operations team?" I think it's a culture which uh, is quite intrinsic, as I touched upon earlier. It has to be built internally from the management as a culture of the company, so that you have each team. Uh, who is being proactive to the another so that they can better deal with the external stakeholders. Um, and of course, like blocking some time and these strategies always work, but I believe the the bigger narrative here is to base your strategy based on the KPIs, which are important for your customers. And if you go and reach out to them, uh, with, which helps them serve their customers or end users better, they, they wouldn't be more, they wouldn't be happy. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for all of those tips. And we have touched a lot on what to do what, why, the impact, how it works, what is that about? But let's not forget what not to do. So it's time to start wrapping up today's episode. Um, like I always say, I wish I could we could spend more time and touch more on, on other topics, but we, we touch on the main challenges uh, when it comes to being proactive in customer success. But I want to end the episode with what not to do. As in, when it comes to being proactive, is there any specific top three maybe not to do? Yeah, I think uh, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, proactiveness is often confused uh, with an initial reaction that okay, we hear you, but maybe that's not what a customer wants. They want a solution, uh, so it is important to understand from the customer, you know, what sort of uh, proactive approaches would work the best for them. Sometimes the acknowledgements, uh, you know, suffice that, okay, we've heard you, let us come back to you within the SLA agreed as per the contract. Sometimes it doesn't work. I think more often than not, it doesn't work. They want a solution, a response. So proactiveness there is the quality of response rather than reaction. So I think that's a really important thing for the, for CSMs to understand for each customer of theirs, what strategy works the best for them and talk that language with, with them. Uh, secondly, I feel uh, it, Proactiveness is not always a top-down approach. Uh, it's not something where you have to uh, you know, start cultivating this practice from the top level and it trickles down. A lot of times I've seen that these strategies do not really work because 
you know, the people who are the closest and they talk the most to the customers are the ones which are uh, somewhere from the middle to the bottom of the base of the pyramid. Uh, they are the ones, the support teams, the, the CSMs and the operations team and the, and the technical team who are more in constant touch point with the customers. So building and cultivating the proactiveness there is really, really important. And this directly also uh, should be a parameter while hiring the CSM uh, to make sure that the person you're hiring has he or she demonstrated uh, proactiveness in the previous roles and how they have they've learned and what's their perspective on it. So I think these are the couple of things which uh, which I believe are uh, you know the basic things which if we get them right, we should be able to cultivate this culture. And uh, one more thing which I, I keep telling a lot of CSMs is uh, the battle is never lost. If you have missed an opportunity once, you will get many more opportunities in the future with the customer to build that trust again and build that accountability again. Uh, you just have to think of more creative ways of doing it. And that's what positions your personal brand in the customer's mind. Yeah, I'd agree. The um, tenacity of a CSM is uh, a lot better than being, you know, beat down and then just walking away from it, right? I'd rather, you know, especially in the in the legal industry, um, lawyers tend to have emotions <laughs> running high often. And uh, there are times when somebody who's, really happy next day can be really, really, you know, pissed, angry. <laughs> and the reason for that is because of the day that they've had and walking away from that, not just being able to get through all of that and just really get to the point of what they're trying to say and then driving the results that they need really turns them around 360, uh, 180 every single time. And I've seen this happen time and time again, where uh, the CSMs that really stick to it and really keep driving the results for the customer are the ones that um, outshine everybody else. I agree enough. And I think one more thing that companies often uh, see proactiveness as uh, in order in order for it to make a standard practice, they try to reward it too much, making it look like a good to have or an outlier within the team. But ideally for the customers, what they demand is proactiveness across the board. Uh, and this is something which in order to make in order in order for this to be a common practice, you can really reward something so much. So I think it has to be cultivated from the internal teams and see how this can be honed and and made better with some examples and some real use case scenarios for the customers and, uh, and going further from there in terms of the relationship with the customers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, everyone wants to work with a proactive person. Any leader wants to have a proactive member in, in their team. Any customer would like to have a customer success manager with a proactive mindset. With a proactive so this is mindset. it for today's so this episode. Is it for today's um, episode. The um, book that I was mentioning, book because that I, was mentioning I show it, but I, I, I show it, but I did not say the name for the people listening in Spotify or Apple Podcast. It's the Customer Success um, Professional Handbook. Totally recommended. Um, it explains a lot of what is customer success. And just keep in mind that being proactive is positive. It's always good. But also keep in mind like what Akshat and Nav mentioned before, what impact would it bring all the proactive work that you're doing? Is it actually aiming to to what you want and the company one and the customer one, right? So keep in mind the KPIs as well. Keep in mind the success, um, the success plan that you that you develop together with the, with the customer to make sure that the time that you invest is actually worth. Thank you so much, um, Akshat, for your time. Naf, thank you so much for being here. As usual, working with you is a pleasure. And we are in Spotify as well, but we are now on YouTube. So you can see us and you can listen to us. So feel free to always subscribe. And yeah, no more. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Baron. Thank you so much, Akshat.
Thank you. Great chat. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.